Happy Tuesday, y'all. Let's spill the tea. Let's spill it. Did y'all make your bed today? Number one, did you make your bed today? If you didn't, pause this podcast right now. Make your bed. Is your ex still texting you? No? Don't lie to yourself. Okay, hold on. Are you still texting your ex? (laughs) Stop doing that. Stop doing that. (laughs) No response is a response. And just wanted to, you know, check in, see if you guys are still following your New Year's resolutions. I hope you are. It's only quote unquote day three, technically, of the new year. Technically day two, if y'all are ones that just start everything on a Monday. But welcome again. Welcome back. Gaslight Me Sweetie, my platform, my positivity podcast. And me, I'm your beautiful host, Jill Jackson. Still manifesting that last name. I put uh, put all my energy into my psychic. <laughs> this is JJ, your boss, baddie, bestie that you always knew that you needed, but you can never find her. And you guys are still glowing, so <laughs> you look really, really good. Keep smiling. I, I feel the smiles. So today I'm going to spill some tea. I said a couple episodes back I was going to talk through some hinge dates just so y'all know. I deleted Hinge. I deleted all the apps. Hinge, BLK, Bumble. I never even had a Tinder, but off my phone. All the apps are gone. I'm not seeking a man because my psychic and the universe has told me this is my year, but I can't force anything. So I just got to let it happen organically. So I'm cool because right now I'm growing a business and it's super cool and it's taking up a lot of energy. And that special, tall, dark, handsome man is going to walk into my life when I least expect it. And he's going to appreciate everything that I bring to the table because I know what I bring to the table and it's confidence, not cocky, right? And I already know, and I know exactly what I want, so the best things happen unexpectedly. So I'm here for it. I deleted everything, and I'm not even talking to anybody right now. Uh, Went no contacts with my ex, so it it is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is. But, um... Today, I wanted to spill some tea. This is just another online, not well, an online dating match that went into person. And I just want to just keep you guys aware. I know there's success stories. I already talked about it. We're not going to go into it again, but I just want to make you guys aware. And one of my best friends, she actually did like a background check on her match um, on an online dating app. And he's now her husband, but she did the work like they she did. I think he did a background check on her, too. So it's just funny because they really wanted to understand who the person was. See me. I'm like, I hate the small talk. Let's just go out. See if I like you. Cool. If not cool. But every time I've went out on a date, it's been horrendous. So like if you guys are really going to do this thing, you really got to do the back work, I think. Um, that's you know what you want to do don't just pull up and meet them you have to really get to gauge who they are I would talk to them for 
I don't know, maybe like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks tops before going out with them. But you also should like FaceTime them too. You shouldn't just pull up on them. Just take take my experiences and use them accordingly. Um, but if y'all had good luck, you know, good for you. I'm very proud of you. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm not doing that. I'm going to find someone organically doing the things that I love to do. So let me tell you all about this date. A couple weeks back, this guy asked me to go out. I said, all right, cool, let's do it. He likes the Eagles. I like the Eagles, right? So he's like, let's go to this cool brewery. We'll watch the game, get some drinks, get some apps. It'll be cool. I think rule number one is don't drink on the first date with the person like don't drink i know it calms your nerves but it gets dangerous when people get drink drunk right so we went out to this bar we're having good conversations we're really like opening up and being vulnerable with each other which is cool uh to an extent like i felt comfortable talking to this person but that's just kind of who i am like i'm a very open person and um but i uh you know i'll share what makes sense to share um, depending on, on who the person is. Most of the time, I just kind of just like sit back and listen because at that point, my psychology major is kicking in and I'm analyzing. And then uh, my business management major side then kicks in where I make that business decision to see, hey, is this going to work for me or not? And 100% of the time on Hinge, uh, online dating apps, it's been naw. Um... But anyway, like, he starts getting drunker and drunker as it goes on. He was drinking maybe, like, a 5.6% IPA. Like, all right, lightweight. Try to talk it up. Like, he, you know, goes out and drinks all the time. But I don't know. He's also 31. So, again, my mindset is, like, shit, this is a grown-ass man, right? But, yo, was he weird? I'm 26, y'all. Nope. This 31-year-old proved me wrong again. Um... He started like touch my leg and touch my back and like getting a little flirty and I wasn't upset with it because I'm like a flirty person. But like I said in the last episode, you know, my um, love language is quality time, words of affirmation. It's not really that physical touch and I'm not a huge PDA person. So he starts kissing me at this bar and I remember the waitress looking at me you know the bartender looking at me like yo are you good and I was like I don't think I'm good like I just met this dude it was when he went to the bathroom she's like all right cool I'll I'll keep an eye on it so he's like literally kissing me and I'm telling him like hey stop you know please stop and um he goes you know the game's over he's like hey do you want to get out of here maybe like go you know smoke some hookah and I was like no like I really want to go home and um he was like no like let's just like chill like let's just hang out and at that point I'm kind of feeling a little bit uncomfortable so I was like, all right, cool. I like to smoke hookah. How bad could it be? The hookah lounge was like mm, 0.1 miles down the road, right? So I was like, all right, cool. Like, we'll just go here. Another public spot. Not a big deal. We get there, right? And at that point, it was my over-boiling point. First of all, he didn't know how to smoke hookah. And he told me that he did, which there's a lie. Then he's like ripping shots at the bar And I was like, whoa, like, what are we ripping shots for? Like, what? Like, it is a Sunday. Like, we got a nine to fives tomorrow. (laughs) Um, But I just saw him and he brings shots over to me. And I told him I was allergic to gin. My man brought me over gin. Like, all right, now you're not listening. Now I'm getting irritated, right? Did you want to kill me? Uh, (laughs) Very confused. So, um, 
I'm like, hey, like, I want to go home. He's like, all right, cool. Like, we'll go outside and we'll call the Uber together. And I was like, no, like, I'm going home. I'm not sure, you know, do I have to speak another language? I'm going home. So we walk outside and he was like, all right, cool. I'll call your Uber. And I was like, okay, this guy is giving me, you know, roller coaster. (laughs) It's giving roller coaster. I think I hate using that phrase. It's giving. I don't know. Kind of makes me cringe. Um, But he was like, I'll call your Uber for you. It's like, okay, now he's a gentleman again. It was just like two back and forth. But we get outside and he's like, oh, my Uber app isn't working. And I was like, what, bro? So then we go back inside. He's like, let's go back in the bar. The bouncer's like, y'all want to come back in? And I was like, yeah, I guess we're going back in. I was so confused. He's now on Google Maps, like scrolling in, scrolling out, trying to figure out how far away this hookah bar was from his house. So he didn't have to pay for an Uber and that he would just walk us home again my man still has it in his brain i said hey look i'm leaving like i don't want to do this so let's just go outside or i'll just go outside whatever right and the music was so loud and i couldn't he couldn't hear me and i hate that like i hate when i just met somebody and you don't understand me and i'm trying to now scream of what's happening so i was just like look i'm just gonna pop out like i'm gone so i walked right outside he followed me Now he has his hands on my hips, again, touching me. And I kept telling him multiple times, stop kissing me, stop touching me like he wasn't listening. So then when we um, got outside, I was like, can you stop touching me? He's like, oh, are you calling the Uber for us? And I was like, no, I'm calling it for me. Like for the last time, like I'm going to my house. And we kind of got into a little argument. He was confused why he wasn't coming home with me or why I wasn't going home with him. And again, this went back to, you know, he paid for the food and the drinks at the bar, but I paid for the hookah, right? So like I split that 50-50 because um, I didn't want any, you know, malicious, ill intention, whatever he was thinking was about to happen. It's not happening, sweetie. Like it's not happening. So I'm telling him like, hey, like my Uber is five minutes away. He's like, all right, cool. Like I'm coming in with you. And I look at the bouncer and I was like, hey, like if this guy tries to get into my Uber, like we're going to have a problem. Right. And he lost it on me, started spazzing, cursing me out. He then ended up leaving me right in the middle of, of Philly, like right in the streets and walked across the street, almost got hit by two cars. And he just took off, took off, was so upset because I did not want to go home with him that night like what and I love this controversial topic and I'll talk about it all day but like hooking up on the first day the first date is not it for me I am looking for something so much more deeper than that I'm not looking for just sex and like a hookup like my hinge profile literally says lifetime partner like i want a partner i want someone to grow with um but he got upset right and it's because he probably hasn't had none in years and he really projected all of that onto me and it was just it was just a horrendous experience and i actually had another date lined up with a really nice guy um on that tuesday after that and I I just told him, hey, man, like, it's just not going to work. And the guy was really cool. And, like, we've been vibing. But I had to cut him off. I literally cut him off. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't want it. I don't want any of it. 
because guys like it's scary out there in this world and people can portray over a screen but once you meet him in person you know shout out to that man that night who showed me the true colors on a first day oh i didn't even get to the best part the next morning he texted me and was like i really hope i really had fun last night i hope i didn't ruin it you are one of a kind Bro, one, I know I'm one of a kind, and two, you ruined the fuck out of it. And he wasn't even, like, he wasn't even what I was looking for, to be honest. Um, it was just something cool that I wanted to just go watch a game with, but I'm, but, like, wow. Like, I wasn't even hurt. I was like, hey, like, your true colors came out. I was looking for something way deeper than that. You try to use me for something else. Very disrespectful, very immature. And I don't even care for Bruce's ego because he needed that wake-up call. He really, really, really did. But just wanted to, you know, share that tea with y'all. Watch out out there. If you got a real one, stick with them. Please stick with them because this world is just getting scarier and scarier. Wake up with me tomorrow. See y'all then.